Welcome to the Kingsley Grant Show, the podcast dedicated to helping you become the leader everyone loves and wants to follow. Kingsley believes his leadership paradigm, emotelligence, the art of succeeding where others failed, is the key to achieving this status. On this show, Kingsley guides you through the uncharted waters of emotional intelligence and leadership essentials, with the guarantee that upon exit, you will become more skilled in relationship management, decision-making, and job performance. Now here's your host, your coach, and your Sherpa, Kingsley Grant. Here we go, here we go, here we go. This is your boy, Kingsley Grant, behind the Jamaican microphone, bringing you yet another show. And today we are going to talk about how curious leaders are better leaders. Mm, Okay, then. What do I mean by that? Well, you'll see in a few moments. But I have to tell you this story because I grew up in Jamaica and maybe where you are, this is something that you also have experienced. And there was a phrase that is was so common. It may still be, I don't know, because it's been many, many years now that I've left Jamaica and has migrated. But I remember this phrase that I would hear often, and this is how it went. Curiosity kills the cat. Do you, have you ever heard that? Is that part of your upbringing and maybe the context it was used in? It was one of those contexts that even created more curiosity, right? And I don't know if what about the cat that curiosity killed him or her, but I I guess is a cat that probably ventured too far to, you know, outside its its boundaries and possibly in trying to be too curious, they lost their lives. I don't know, but that's what I grew up hearing. But here's what the, the, the funny thing is the context in which I heard it in was really interesting because it's normally when somebody feels you're getting too close to something. Right, they they feel like you're, you know. Here's another phrase or a word that was used to kind of cause that re- reaction, where someone would say, "Curiosity kills a cat," and they would say, "You're being too nosy," right? You're being too nosy, and that means you're 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 trying to get into, as they say, other people's business. So the whole point was. Keep out of people's business. Don't be curious. Don't ask questions. Just go with the flow. Just accept things as they are. Does that sound familiar? I don't know about you, but that when I heard that, I remember growing up with that in my head. Whenever I thought about becoming curious and asking further questions to get to know something, that's the reason why I would ask, because I wanted to know. But people who feared that you digging and digging and digging and questioning certain things, if it didn't make sense, they're 
go-to card would be, you're too nosy. Don't forget, curiosity kills the cat. <laughs> you know, I, I talk about that in my new book. I, I share how that curiosity or that prevailing thought almost killed my dream. And and how how so? Well, if I was not supposed to ask questions and accept things at face value and don't dig and don't be quote nosy unquote, then I would be just abiding by what I was taught and just put your head forward and keep on trucking. And so what happened is I just grew up accepting things. Don't challenge any things that didn't make sense. And even when it's glaring, curiosity kills a cat. So Kingsley, keep on walking. And, and most of the people that would say that were adults. I wonder why. I wonder why. And, and so I would just have that mindset. But I realized it was not serving me the older I got. There are some things I wanted to know and to learn. And the only way that I would know those things and learn those things was to ask questions, become curious, to see things and and wonder. And if my mind is not certain about what it is I saw or I'm seeing, then I need to try to find out. Now, don't get me wrong. I did ask questions here or there, but when it comes to serious matters, deep things, things that becomes personal. I should stay away from that. That is what I, in a sense, was told. And, and maybe you you have that as part of your background, as part of how you grew up. I don't know. But if you did, you know what I'm talking about. And I hope you're getting this picture. I wrote a blog post some time ago about this very thing. And I want you to imagine with me, the, the image I used for that post was a cat standing on a ledge looking through a window, but that ledge was kind of way up. I'm thinking one wrong move and that cat could fall. Well, they, they have nine lives, right? That's what they say. So maybe it would not die. Who knows? But I just want you to imagine that picture, the cat looking through the window, curious about what it could be going on inside. How could I get inside? What more is there in there than what I'm seeing. And that picture captured for me very well what it is that my life have now become. We're asking questions is part of my my work as a psychotherapist. I ask questions to help people unravel certain things. As a coach, I ask powerful questions to get my clients to really think about what it is they want and where they want to go. So questions are very important in my work today. But I didn't get here overnight. I had to revisit the whole idea of being curious and put that in the right context. I had to realize that people who said that were trying to use a, a card to get me to stay in my distance Stay, don't get too far. I'm sorry, don't get too close. That was a message. 
But I'm so glad that I no longer have that mindset. I'm so long. I'm so glad that I shed that. And you, as a leader, if that's the mindset you have about not asking questions, not going deeper, not being curious, then I want you to begin, like I did, the process of shedding that mindset. Another kind of um, word that went along with this when I try to tell people about being curious, they are hearing me saying possibly become inquisitive, right? Again, nosy. Getting, no, 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 that's not, well, in a sense, yes, you want to become inquisitive in the right way, in the right way, for the right purpose. What do I mean by that? Well, as a leader, imagine, imagine your team or a team member is just not, for whatever reason, producing, is just not somehow seemingly want to be there. It's, it's, you, you have, if you listen to my episode, my last episode, number 24, I talk a little bit about this, about being able to, to have that eyesight and about the sign language. What sign do you see in your people? Do you know what sign you're looking for? So in a sense, I'm saying if you see and you're able to detect the sign and being good at sign language, which is body language, then you want to become curious, which is the next step. I want to find out what am I looking at? What am I seeing that somehow seems to be out of sync? And the only way that I'm going to find out is to ask, is to become inquisitive in the right way. I want to ask for the, for the sense of being the better interest of my, my team member. Therefore, by being curious, I'm now going to be take the position. So it's more of a positioning than anything else. I'm going to take the position of saying, okay, by asking, how are you? Or without assumption, okay, somehow it seems like you're off today. This is not normally your best effort. I don't know if there's something going on. You know, again, I'm, I'm just throwing out some things you can probably use as to open up a curious, to curiosity, a questioning that would be helpful. Or you may say, and again, don't forget, these are things you're going to do privately. Because you may know something in a meeting, for example, and one member of the team may have said something or done something that struck you. Well, you could get into a debate and a contentious moment and try to power up and use the authority card and try to, you know, you could do that, but I can guarantee, my friend, you're going to lose. It's a Kingsley lose. How? I'm the boss. I'm the leader. Well, here's what happened. You may win that battle, but lose the war. You may win that battle, but lose the war. What war? Well, the longevity. The person, if they're still there, that war that they have they have, um, you have won, they took note of that. And now you cannot get them. Yes, you can probably threaten them to fire them or, or demote them and all that. But yes, but still, they are the ones who determine 
what they bring to the, the workplace or to wherever else the team meets. And they can show up and give just enough to get by, just enough to get a passing grade, so to speak. But when they, they settle for a C to pass, but they could have gotten an A. You know is an A player, but they're giving you a C or B effort. Well, at least they're giving you an effort. You cannot question that. But that's how the, the battle, losing the battle um, idea that I'm talking about. But by being curious and you say, hey, um, you know, John, Jane, I, I noticed something in our meeting today or as you interacted with so-and-so today. And I, I was, I'm wondering, here's a, a good phrase you want to use. I'm wondering. I was just wondering if, and you begin to go from there. I, I was thinking, or I'm puzzled by. So what you're simply saying is you're inviting them to give you the clarity that you need because you're not taking a position of knowing what you don't know. So a curious leader demonstrates his or her ability to be patient and to want to find out first before they make final decisions. Now, this is a learned thing because most times, as a leader, you can become very reactive. Something strikes and then you react. You have a knee-jerk reaction to what just happened. And again, you may lose it. Therefore, what I said in one of my, in the book, The Immortalogen Leader, succeed where others fail and become the leader everyone loves and wants to follow. I talk about the idea of how you reprimand privately and praise publicly, even though the curiosity idea here is not about reprimanding necessarily. It could lead to that, but it's taking this neutral position of saying, you know, I just don't know what I saw, even though my mind is using other reference points to tell me, when you see that, that's what, that's what it means. Well, I don't know. And this is where you're taking a deep breath and, and kind of centering yourself and just say, hey, you know, I don't know what that means for this person at this particular time on this day. It could mean something else. Therefore, if I become curious and why it leads to better leadership, people know that you're not a knee-jerk reaction person. They know that you are wanting the best from them. You care enough to ask. You care enough to follow through. They see and the word gets around. Man, your leadership will grow exponentially. It will be something well-received by your team that they want to cheerfully follow you. Why? Because they don't get that often. We live in a society that's so knee-jerk, immediate gratification, immediate response. Click a button, you want it right away. That's why the internet, at a click, you get what you want. So there's almost this idea of instant gratification or feedback. Right? Because what we get on the internet is a feedback of something that we are, we are searching for, whatever that might be. So we, we, we take that into life. And many times we try to manage people that way as well. We want to click a button and instantly. 
the, the, the pause, the buffer, the time to get to know. It takes time and it's going to require you to take time. Yes, I know. So Kingsley, I'm so busy. I don't have time for that. Really? But maybe you don't have time for leadership. Because these are things leaders do. That's why you're a, you are a leader. It's not a position. It's not a title. It's something that's earned. You know, I did a, a podcast episode real, maybe way back. And I talk about the quantifying part of a leader. What are the things that stack up? The quantity of skills he or she brings into the leadership. That's what determines good leadership. Not necessarily the, the quality of your... Yes, quality is important, right, of your work. But sometimes people base it upon the quality of their that person's ability to, to articulate themselves and the quality of their, um, their resume and, and, and all of those things. But that may be true, but do I have to see the skill sets, right? And this is one of those skill sets that must be developed. Being curious does not come overnight. You have to train your mind, train yourself, and that's why the emotional intelligence piece is so important right here. Self-awareness. The first and core skill or competency of the emotional intelligence model is that you must be a person that is self-aware. And then self-manage. So you're self-aware of your emotions, your triggers, and so on. And then you become a person that manages how you respond, right? About what you've just felt and experienced. But if you're going to become the leader that everyone loves and wants to follow, cheerfully wants to follow, then you've got to become that curious leader. And I want to just challenge you. See what happens when you take time to find out, to inquire, to ask questions. You know, I, I've done that sometimes through text messages. And it, it's not somebody I necessarily is leading per se, directly, indirectly I am, because they're seeing me as a mentor or a leader from a, a distance. And maybe they, they're something I saw a post on social media. And, and what happened is when I see that, I'm thinking, mm, I could go and immediately respond to their, their thread and, and just kind of put it, you know, blast everything out there. But I have to reserve that and pull back and say, Kingsley, okay, what do I want to do here? Help this person or really challenge them, debate them, and put them on blast? No. So what I'll do is the same idea of taking the person aside is what I would do in a, a direct message and or a text message. And I would just say, hey, you know, I noticed, you, I noticed this, that you posted this. And I, I was wondering, you know, I, I didn't see it coming. It's out of character. And I'm wondering what's going on. And I'm asking in a way not to point a finger, not to condemn, not to say you're bad. No, it's simply saying, I'm just wondering, you know, what's happening? Where are you on this? I was thinking, and, and then I get into whatever it is I want to ask, and let them fill me in. And then sometimes 
through my mentoring, I may say, I could see how what you're feeling and experience, experiencing led to that behavior, led to that way of speaking, led to that choice of word. I could see that. So it's what I spoke about a couple of days ago. I mean, I'm sorry, a couple of episodes ago about the idea of emotion of, I'm sorry, empathy. And so I talk about three empathy as per Daniel Goleman, right? And his cognitive empathy. And you may want to go back and listen to that episode. And I think it's episode 23. But I talk about cognitive empathy, emotional empathy, and empathic concern. This is what is happening at this point. I am using those, the empathy to help this person and then steer them in a possible better way. And, and, and asking them, how else could you have said that or done that? Again, I'm trying to help them, work with them, coach them through the process. That is what leaders who are curious does and I mean, do, right? Not does, but curious, who are curious do. And when you are able to do that, that sets you up and sets you apart to be that leader, people cheerfully follows. Again, because you're displaying something that is kind of rare to some degree in our world today, in leadership today, because it's all about the bottom line. Get, get, done, 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 this, this. And it's all about that. Forget about the people. And that's what, why, again, I say this many times, 87% or more of people are disengaged in the workplace or disengaged in teams because they're not being acknowledged. They're not getting the, not just the the praise, because that's not what they really, really want. They want to make certain that they matter, that they matter. And you as a leader, by being curious That's the message you're sending. You matter. I care about you. And I want to acknowledge certain things that I notice, but possibly point you in a different direction, in a better way. I guarantee if you take this this mindset and this philosophy, so to speak, and experiment and see what happens. And let me know how it worked out for you. But curious leaders are better leaders. And I hope I was able to impress that upon you today. And I would love to hear what you're doing. And if you need some coaching on this, make sure you reach out to me. And again, many of these ideas and principles are in my new book, my new book that's coming out, The Immortelligent Leader, Succeed Where Others Fail, is coming out. And I want you to get, get a copy of that very, very soon. Okay? So my friend, remember, you are one scale away. One scale. With that said, my friend, you know the drill if you've been around for some time. Peace out. God bless. And I'll see you on the flip side. Yeah.